1: You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic.
2: Mr. Craig Campbell, how's it going, buddy? Man, it's
3: going good. How are y'all?
2: We're doing good. We appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to
3: Talk with us. My pleasure, dude. And you know, my schedule's busy, but it ain't it's never too busy for you for uh, for me to hop on and, and talk about myself.
2: Awesome. So um what we'd like to do is we like to take the artist and then get your birthday jam. So do you know the song that was number one when you were born?
3: I have no idea.
2: Rod Stewart, do you think I'm sexy? That was the number one song sexy. when you were born.
3: Yes. Are you hey, a Rod I'm Stewart fan? Uh man, I'm a uh, I, I know some of his music, I know some of his hits, uh, but you, you, know, growing up for me, I was, I was all country music, Very very seldom. I didn't, I didn't get exposed to much, uh, outside of that, I, you know, other than some good Southern gospel. So it was mainly Southern gospel and, and country music for me. So, I mean, I, I think he's awesome. The, the songs that I know, but I, as far as like knowing his music deep, like catalog, I don't, I don't know. That. Right.
2: That makes sense so now uh one thing that i do want to say is like you have one of the most honest voices in country music like when you sing something like i believe it like it's it's not like you're trying to sell me something you know what i mean yeah uh, that that's one thing that i've always liked about you the the first time that i heard your song it was family man
3: family They're the world my world revolves around, my sacred piece of solid ground, the flesh and bone that gives me strength to stand.
2: They're the fire in my driving arm. I drive a buy here, pay here truck, because at that time, I did too. And I was like, wow, this is somebody that I could connect to. So how did that song come about?
3: Man, uh... I had a co-write with a friend of mine named Joel Shoemake uh, that, uh, that day. And um, I had recently found out I was going to be a dad for the first time. And he, uh, when I sat down with him to write, he, he told me, he's like, man, I got this idea called family man. And he said, it's kind of a play on the, the word family. And then sometimes you could put, you know, a comma, so it's family man, uh, but also I'm a family man. And I said, dude, I'm there. Let's go because that's just where my my emotions were at the moment. Uh, I will say though, he had like a he had like an up tempo thing happening with the song when when he first told me the idea, and I said, "Ah, oh, man, I just I don't know. I don't think that's the I don't think that's Family Man vibe, you know right. what I'm hearing." And so we just kept digging, kept digging, and then finally he had that little guitar intro thing, and and I said, "That's Family Man right there." And we uh, we we uh, we started writing it. That is
2: awesome. I, I just love that song. And then, uh so, Outskirts of Heaven.
3: Lord, when I die, I want to live on the outskirts of heaven. Where there's dirt roads for
1: miles, hay in the fields, and fishing.
3: What a
2: great song! I mean, everybody I know has heard that song. It's just a—you it, kill it, man! It, it's great. Now, do do you mind to give a little history on how that come about?
3: Yeah, I mean, I had that idea for a long time. I sat on it. Uh, I was just one night, I was just laying in bed and just kind of got a little nervous about about heaven. I said, you know, I know, I know that's where I'm going, but I grew up in a really, really small town. Uh, were super super small and so the idea of living downtown anywhere just makes me nervous makes me anxious and so I was like man I don't I don't know that I want to live downtown heaven right uh, so I just had this like I I want to you know surely there's an outskirts of town an outskirts of heaven I said so I want to that's where I want to live and and that's uh that's kind of how that that idea was was born
2: wow well, it, it sure is a good one. I, I love that one. Now, your new one, by God. With just a bunch of Monday to Friday
3: work and raising hell on Saturday and Sunday church. need a last amen by quarter till cause kickoffs at 12 o'clock.
2: there is a killer i'm I'm telling you so how many songs have you wrote that you released to the radio yourself uh
3: 2020 was was when i started when i started doing things independent so uh, we did four that year we did uh what a girl will make you do um seven eight so this is eight number eight that i've done on my own oh wow
2: that's pretty awesome. The song that
3: I crank up every single time that I hear it
2: is Keep Them Kisses Coming. I bet that's one too, uh it's pretty fun to play live,
3: right? Yeah, it is. You know, we save we save that one for the right right towards the end of the show because you know, it's got some tempo to it. And it was a it was a big radio hit for me. So we save it for the end because if we play it too early, that might be people might leave because that's that might be the song they came to hear. So I'm trying right. to save, save gotcha. that one for them.
2: So now I've seen the hashtag be a Craig. What does that mean?
3: Well, Walker Hayes had uh, a song called Craig, right? He, um, he he, he uh, and the story that I've read and, and just putting the pieces together, you know, he's he this guy named Craig uh, basically gave him a minivan early on when when Walker and his family were struggling pretty bad, and, and Walker they needed a they needed a, a a vehicle that could carry him and his his, uh, his his pack of kids, you know? Right. Right. Uh, so this guy named Craig, um, donated, basically donated a, a minivan, uh, and didn't want anything in return, just a good guy. So Walker wrote that song, Craig in, uh, in his honor. And then, you know, he started a charity called be a Craig. So basically it's just like, you know, be kind to people do things that you wouldn't normally do. So that's where that came from.
2: Wow. So, uh, for a short time in Georgia, uh, you were a corrections officer. Is that correct? Yeah. What What was that yeah. like?
3: Was that pretty wild? I mean, you know, it was a, it was a day job. Uh, yeah. It's not as it's not as dramatic as you would think. You know, a lot of people see the movies and TV shows and prisons and and you know, and I'm sure there's some crazy crazy prisons out there. But I mean, the one I went I worked at was super chill and. Uh, the as long as you respect the inmates they'll respect you i mean everybody has a job yeah uh and that's just you just i'm essentially just babysitting grown men all day long
2: right and now
3: how long did you do that Um, oh, i'd say two two and a half years
2: something like that did any of that inspire any songs
3: no, but it inspired me to uh, to chase my dream because I damn sure didn't want to be a corrections officer the rest of my life.
2: Right, right. That makes sense. Uh you, you have you also have a beautiful family. I've seen that you have two daughters. I myself, I have two daughters. Is there any advice that you would give us uh, girl dads out there?
3: No, just be ready, be ready to 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 ride that emotional roller coaster. I mean, these guys. Yeah it you know there's a there's a you know the old the cliche of women and men are like mars and venus and total opposites and and that's the fact and it starts at it starts at a very very young age and so you just got to be prepared for that and be ready to just you know roll and 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 uh like i said ride that ride that wave because it's yeah. up and down and but you know girl girls are as far as being a dad I, you know i don't think there's anything better than being a girl dad you know when when it's when it's good it's good
2: right that's what i noticed with mine i try to be like uh the guy that i want them to meet you know honest and uh hard-working and that's all that we can pray for in the end you know um your tiktok videos those are pretty impressive (laughs) especially the tour announcement one uh i i love to see when artists uh, actually put time into it and it looks like you put a lot of time into your social media
3: yeah uh i have found it I've, I've you know early on with with the whole tiktok thing i said you know i'm not a dancer i'm not walker hayes i can't do it yeah uh, i mean i can dance but i don't want to have to you know what i mean so uh but it worked for, it, it worked for walker i'm not mad at anybody so i just had to figure out a way to do it that that would make make it not a job you know and so um i, I lean on i lean on some comedy you know i, I I think this, some of the things that I stop when I'm, when I'm scrolling, I stop or things that make me laugh. So, so that's, I try to do some stuff like that and I sprinkle in some music every now and again. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I, it, it's, it sometimes it turns into a job, you know, to, to stay up on it because you really need to be posting every day. And, and that's, right. that's, a, that's a hassle, especially with kids and they're in volleyball and me and my wife are trying to open a coffee shop. And so it's just, um, it's time consuming, but, you know, we just got to figure, just got to make, make some time for it.
2: Yeah. So now, uh, what, what was the age now? I know you said that you listened to country music, uh, your entire life, but what was the age that you decided, okay, this may be something that I, that I do want to, you know, pursue and do. Man,
3: it wasn't like a, uh, I want to be on the radio. It was, it was none of that. Like I, I just remember, I remember like always wanting to play music and, um, I graduated high school and, you know, was like, I need to get a job. Um, So I went into the corrections field and, but then I I talked to some buddies or a friend of mine and I said, you know, he was playing at a local bar and he was making, that was his job. And I said, so there's an, there's an opportunity for me to play music and, and pay my bills. And so I figured that out. So, and that's what it's always been about. It's always been, I just want to play music and support myself and my family. And, you know, that's what it was all about when I moved to Nashville. I just I just want to play music in Nashville. And then, you know, started writing songs and playing piano for other people. I played piano for Tracy Bird, and for Luke Bryan. And, and, and then, you know, playing with those guys, I was like, man, I really want to be out there. And I really want, I really want to be uh, – I want to sing songs that people know and people sing along to. So then that's when the, the whole, like, I need, to, I need to be on the radio. But it was always just just if I can figure out how to make money and and, and play music, I feel like no matter no, at, at no matter what level you are, that's that's success. Right. Now
2: who's um if you had a Mount Rushmore of country music, who would it be for you?
3: The four? Uh, Travis Tripp, uh Clint Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot. Shenandoah. Um, and my mama. That's awesome. So your mom sang,
2: or just she was that okay? Yeah. Good deal. Awesome. Now your wife, she
3: also sang
2: as well. Correct.
3: Mm, still does. Yeah.
2: Okay. Good day. Is that how you guys met?
3: Yep. See, Uh, I knew her before I moved to Nashville because my. Uh, I had a bass player that lived here in Nashville, and he he dated her roommate. So I knew who she was. Um, and it wasn't until after I moved to Nashville. And, you know, we we crossed paths a lot. She always had a boyfriend. And uh, then one, one uh, situation popped up. She needed a piano player, and she hired me, and we got together for rehearsal. And she didn't have a boyfriend, and we've been together ever since. That is awesome. How many years have y'all been together? Um. Nineteen years, been married almost seventeen.
2: Wow, that is awesome! Congratulations! So, I see that you're playing at the Manchester Music Hall March thirty first. Now, that is a phenomenal place. Have you have you got to play there before?
3: I think so. Yeah, uh, a lot of times these venues they all start kind of running together. Uh, but I do think I've been at, if I have it was a, it's been a while back.
2: Yeah, it's and then the next night you're going to be in our hometown. Bowling Green, April the 1st. And I'm telling you what, that's a that's a great venue to play as well.
3: I'm excited about it. Anytime we can get to Kentucky and play music, it's it's just great. I mean, obviously, Kentucky's uh, just next door neighbors, basically, and, and and cut from the same cloth, country music fans and are the same. So uh I'm excited about it. Anytime we get to come up here and play and and, uh, and yeah, but it has been a hot minute, so I'm I'm just I'm glad to, to to be able to come back.
2: Right, and then uh, let's see here the coffee shop. Uh, how, when are you guys going to be opening the coffee shop?
3: We're, we're we got our fingers crossed that we'll be able to open in at the end of April. Okay, uh, that's uh, that's what we're, we're shooting for. Uh, obviously, a lot of us got it. It depends on how fast my contractors work, and getting stuff approved and getting getting the health department to come in and get us checked off and make sure we're 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 square and, and we meet all the codes and all that stuff so uh, but we're shooting for the end of april okay good deal now is that going to be like downtown
2: nashville or outside of the city
3: That's going to be downtown eagleville where we live
2: okay is that pretty far out of nashville i'm not for sure where that area is sorry we're about 40
3: minutes
0: south okay 40 minutes south uh, I apologize so much. Sorry about that. I got I got my three year old upstairs. He was running a fever this morning, so he couldn't Ooh. go to daycare. So his video stopped at the same time, so the whole internet dropped out. So he's screaming, wanting to you know watch Blippi. And uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so um he he did the Mount Rushmore. So what we're ready for is uh huh? we're ready for your Spitfire questions and then okay. the closing question. Uh, right. unless, unless there was something that you wanted to, uh, make sure that you ask, cause we don't want to take up a lot of your time, sir.
0: Right. Right. Um, well, I guess the only thing I was kind of interested in is besides you know, country music. Was there anything else that, you know, you listened to growing up? I'm not sure if you and, already said this, but no, no,
3: I was, you know, I mentioned a little bit, just, you know, Southern gospel, Southern gospel was, was, uh, my mom my, my mom and my stepdad had had these little bitty radios all through the house and they were all on the same station. Uh, and station. And it was the Southern gospel station and very, lo- it was a local like small, small station. So they played, it would be the equivalent of, of like a WSM kind of thing. Like you played right. they would sprinkle in some new stuff, but it was usually all this old gospel quartet stuff. And I mm-hmm. just, I fell in love with, with quartet music harmonies and all that stuff, heavy piano, Mm-hmm. Um so southern gospel uh um but my mainly mainly country music. Right. A uh, little bit of boys to men. I love boys to men. Yeah. Uh,
0: ABC BBD. Uh, <laughs> I like boys to men too. Uh yeah. so uh yeah uh, southern yeah gospel is there a song that like you know stands out that if you hear it it just you know it takes you back to the times when you was listening to it. Like for me, it's victory in Jesus.
3: It, yeah, it's all those hymns, dude. I played piano for my church for for years, and mm. anytime you can crank up, open up a uh, uh, hard a hardback hymnal yeah, yeah. and go yeah. through, you know, the Just as I Am's and mm-hmm. uh, wherever He leads, I'll go. Amazing, uh, all the, the that's the,
0: awesome. The that's awesome
3: hymns, yeah. Cool.
0: Um, now. I read that, uh, you lost your father to cancer mm-hmm. and I know that, uh, I think you had you know, mentioned that you made your uh, life mission like to bring awareness to it. And, uh, is there anything that you would like to, to say about that?
3: I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, he, he died of colon cancer. He was 36 years old and I'm, um, I was a kid, but but the older I got, I was like, you know, I sure would like to have known him a little better. Right. What took him away from me, and and I just kept doing some research and found out that colon cancer is uh uh is pretty common, but at the same time, it's crazy like preventable. Mm-hmm. So that's just my message, basically, it's just like get screened. Right. Uh, if you, you catch, if you can, if you can detect colon cancer early enough, you can just Take it right out of there and, and keep on going. Uh, you don't have to die from it. So that's, that's, my, that's my message. Get screamed.
0: You do. And if one person is you know, changed by that, it was worth it. So uh, I'm, I'm glad I could bring that up. Uh, so I'm going to ask a few rapid-fire questions. Yeah, let's go. All right. Do you pee in the shower? I do. <laughs> Every man should. Uh, favorite place to perform?
3: Uh, anywhere there's an audience.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, do you play video games? No. Is there an instrument that you don't play that you would like to play?
3: I think I'd be a hell of a drummer.
0: There you go. You prefer cats or dogs? Dogs. And do you have a favorite sports team?
3: Atlanta Falcons.
0: Okay, cool. All right. <clears throat> That's all for the rapid fire. I'm going to go into the big question. This okay. is my favorite question that I ask every interview. Um, if, you, if you need to close your eyes, you can uh, imagine you're on an empty highway. There are no cars. There are no people. You're walking down the middle of the road. There's nothing around but empty fields. And you look to your right. You see two figures in the middle of the field, and they're standing you know, six feet apart. And they motion you to come that way and so you walk over, you get in front of them, and one is God and the other is the devil. And you have to sing one song to save your soul. It doesn't have to be a you know, church song, just a song that you're going to sing with every ounce of emotion you have in your body. What song is going to bring that emotion out?
3: outskirts of heaven easy amen
0: and that's a fantastic song i've not been able to talk about it because yeah. i wasn't on here but i love that song that song is it's one of my favorite ever so yeah it's a yeah, it's an honor to meet you but well, i apologize i had all the all the. No, yeah, dude, hey, i've
3: been there been there done it <laughs> minor minor's already kind of becoming full-grown women so i the, but i do remember those those days of fevers yeah. and staying home and all that, oh yeah
2: well, well that that's all that we have, and uh Mr. Campbell, we really do appreciate you taking the time, and we're going to be calling our radio stations and screaming for them to play by God, you know come on uh, yeah we we really do appreciate it, sir yeah, thank you,
0: sir
3: and thank you all for having me and, and uh hopefully we'll hopefully we'll get to see each other face to face one day, so All right. Good. if you need we'll a see.
0: backup singer when you're in yeah, Kentucky <laughs> playing a show, you let me know. I got you. (laughs) Okay. Love it. All All right. right. Have a good day. Thanks,
3: Craig. Yeah, man. See you guys.
1: slander, traduce, vilify or beam malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic and we'll catch y'all next time.